Welcome to the Women in NFTs and Web3 podcast, where we highlight women in this space who are making massive moves, paving the way and leaving their legacy. I'm Caitlin Strempel, CEO of the first ever women-owned NFT marketing and design agency for women by women and your host. I'm honored to have you join me in learning from some of the greatest leaders in our industry. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because the more traction we get, the more women we can support in helping them impact the world. If you or someone you know would be a great guest, stick around to the end and I will tell you how to get in touch and apply. Enjoy the show. Cammy's eclectic work experience began in radio broadcasting and led to event marketing for luxury brands Grand Marnier, Tangeray, Moen Shandon. She then pivoted into higher education, career coaching, teaching, and supporting student entrepreneurs, launching businesses at Lindenwood University, Arizona State University, and Yavapai College. As a coach, she loves teaching interspace best practices to support the NFT community, conscious entrepreneurs, and quantum creatives. She guides with a special blend of creative strategy, meets practical magic, and supports and activates new now leaders looking to uplevel and break through their internal glass ceilings. Cami supports clients to strengthen, solidify, and deepen their internal GPS through exploring core values and future visioning, living from intention and gratitude, business of intuition. As the host of the Inner Space Station podcast, Cami seeks out interviews with new now leaders, artists, and conscious business owners who are innovating and impacting in positive, inclusive ways from a human-centric perspective. Hello, Cami. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited. And for those of you who don't know, Cami K and I have a joint Twitter space together, which is so fun called Intuition, NFTs, and Mystical Marketing, right? Yes. Intuition <laughs> and Mystical Marketing. It's three of those in some sort of order. Yes. Yeah. As long as we squeeze in all of it in some way, form or fashion in the hour long Twitter space, it's all good. Yes, I know. All right. So before we just dive in, I want to do our icebreaker questions. Okay. So the first one is a sister spotlight. Yeah. Well, I think anyone who does know me, which, you know, I'm, I'm still a a relatively noob in this, in this world, but I would say doc peace for sure. She's Mm -hmm. who she's who initiated me into web three. So of course I have to give her a shout out. Um, I saw her hula hooping on TikTok talking about web three and NFTs and how you could pivot your non web three business or world into the web three world. And I was like, what is this woman talking about? She was talking (laughs) about utility with NFTs. And of course I binged all of her content and then and everything just blossomed from there. So yes, she's a good one. I think yes. she's been mentioned once or twice before. So probably yes, she's a hot commodity in this space. She's amazing. She's just like a, a light, a bright light in the space. Yeah, and she is leading the you know she's leading the way, and she's walking the path too, which I also really appreciate. It's like yeah. she's she's pivoting, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today, right? She teaches yep. pivot pivot with NFTs, but also she's pivoting as she's evolving, and so it's really good to see her lead the way from that. that space. Yes. Okay. What's your morning routine? Um, 
<laughs> it differs on the day because I work out with a trainer twice a week, but on my non-trainer days, I'm also getting up and like doing at least 30 minutes of movement. So I, I wake up, I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In my mind three times before my feet hit the floor, because I always want to start the day with a little gratitude. Um, yeah. And then I try to do 30 minutes of movement. It can be taking the dogs for a walk. It can be stretching and yoga. It can be a little, uh, online bar workout or just, just getting the weights out and doing a little something. And then, um, getting my smoothies. I'm trying to get more protein shakes and smoothies oh, into the mix. Same. So yes. you know that all takes time for prepping and all that kind of stuff. So then just kind of getting into the day from there, but trying to start it with taking care of my mind and my body as I get out of bed. Which is just so what you embody. So I love that morning routine. Thanks. And it, it varies. I wanted to give myself like structure, but also room to just, yes. it's not so restrictive, but it's like, I still have to move my body for at least 30 minutes a day. Right. Oh, so good. Yes. Minimum. yes, yes. So, um, I can't remember. It was, oh, I think it was sacred schools. There is, um, like, uh, some sort of like monthly, I don't, I want, I don't want to say competition, but like a monthly thing that we do. And it's like, okay, like, what are your goals for this month? And so every day it was for me to get outside at least for 10 minutes in the morning and go on a walk. And it was like way more life-changing than I thought it was going to be. And I like stuck to it and it was really good. Yes. So you say stuck to it before. Are you, is it, are you off that track now? You know, uh, <laughs> I'm not, well, it's almost, it's pretty hot here, but I'm actually, I've been pretty oh, right. good. At it. So, yeah. uh, we walk the dogs every morning. And so I've been pretty good about it. There are some days where I don't do it, but, yeah. um, I, I try, I really do try to get out there and I love it. And like, sometimes when the dogs, you know, go off, on like go pee and somewhere I'll like take my shoes off. Like, yes. just, like put my feet in the grass. Yes. There's like some houses. I'm like, Ooh, I love this house. It's grass. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Super creepy and weird, but <laughs> was like, don't mind me. I just have my feet on your lawn. We have a little park when we walk the dogs too. And I'll wear my slip on tennies so I can just take it off and put my bare feet on the, on the grass because oh. I'm in Northern Arizona and there's not a lot of grass up here on lawns either. I so. know yeah. that. Okay. What's your favorite quote or affirmation? Well, I have a favorite quote, which I also think is appropriate for the conversation today. It's the Dr. Seuss quote, today you are you, it is truer than true. There's no one alive that is youer than you. Yay. I, I feel like that, that one always pulls me back to remembering to just be my unique, quirky, authentic self when I want to yes. judge myself or, you know, feel impostery syndrome, which is what I had emailed you about before this conversation. So I feel like that quote's appropriate for today. It is. I love yeah. that quote so much. That's a good one. That gave me chills when you said it. Well, and it, it to me, that is what Web3 embodies, which is why I'm so passionate about it, because it it allows people to amplify the and so you can be a photographer and into fitness and yes. into spirituality and into travel and into technology and NFTs and crypto. And, and it wants people, it encourages people to show up full out in all of the expressions. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. I think that that quote is appropriate for Web3. Yeah, I do. I love that. All right. So how did you get into Web3? You kind of already touched on it, but let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So I saw 
TikTok piece um, on TikTok, binged all of her content. Then, of course, binged Lauren Turton's content because they're business besties and they share yeah. and cross-pollinate a lot. And then started following people, set up a Twitter account, started following people that they follow. And then I hired Doc Peace pretty quick. I was like, okay, I need to be in her program because I don't know anything about this. And I'm, I think, a lot like you, right? A lifelong learner. And you've said before, right? You go deep into things. And it's like, I just felt an intuitive yes with all of it, right? I was like, I don't even know what this is, but it's buzzy and it's making me buzzy. And it feels like it's happening. It's future focused. It's moving forward. So I hired her, jumped into her four week pivot with NFTs program and just got immersed really quickly, you know, set up the Twitter account, start following people, start figuring out what my offer would be, what my intro is, how I'm going to show up in the space. And then just like learning and learning and drinking from the fire hose. Yeah. That's um, amazing. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we know each other these days because we hang out online and in real life sometimes. Yes. So I know that you were at the head of the curb on web two and like the blog sphere, like when all that happened. So yeah. I would love to get your take on like, are you seeing certain similarities? Is there anything that we should know that we can take advantage of being early or even just red flags? Mm, God, such a good question. You know, so I have shared with you back then. So I, um, I've worked in higher education for most of my career before, before the long 20 year stint in higher education, I worked in branding and marketing for some major brands, Grand Marnier, Tanqueray, Hennessy, Moet Chandon, and a lot of others. And, and then I got into higher education, but I also started doing coaching on the side. I've, I've been coaching on the side for almost the whole time. And my first business was called Passion Meets Purpose, like you were saying. And I had said, I started doing organic search engine optimization and didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then people started finding me online and I was like, what? This stuff really works. So I feel like the correlation that I do see is the community piece in Web3, mm-hmm. right? So in that world, we would blog and people would comment on each other's blogs. And then we actually, like, I went to a blogging conference in 2006. Like, I didn't know any of those people. Same thing as, like, a Web3 conference, right? Like, I didn't know these people. They were like, let's throw a conference and I'll meet and, like, learn. And so I went to Chicago and I met these people IRL. And I'm still friends with some of those people. You know, I'm still connected to some of those people. So I think the community piece is really important. The translating the online into IRL when you can, when it makes sense for people to do that. Like, we did at SDNFT, which... That was only like two months in for me when I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go see what this is about and meet people and make connections. Um, Red flags. I mean, Web3 obviously moves way faster. Yeah. Right. It just moves so fast. And and I think, you know, mental health is talked about a lot in Web3. And I think it just is important for us to remember to take breaths, take breaks, remember that it's okay to step offline for a while. Like I haven't been really posting a lot right now. I haven't been super active and I think that's okay. Right. Like we talked about, I'm in another almost pivot, even though it's only been a handful of months and I want to make sure I'm a little more clear before I just start posting about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, I Um, love that about you. You're just, you're so intentional, but you're also very transparent, which I love. So talk more about your journey in this space and as an artist and as a service provider and, and just finding your place in Web3 and going through these pivots that you've been touching on. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, I was a little intimidated to come on here and share. I was feeling like, oh my God, you know, you have so many great guests who are very established with their brands or their projects or their businesses. And when I jumped in after I did Doc Pieces um, program originally, I was focusing more on life and spiritual wellness coaching. So I built an NFT project and it's still out there. It's called Muses of the Multiverse, which I do think is very relevant for the Web3 conversation and the um, celebration of self-expression and all of our multidimensional aspects. So I think the longer I'm in this space, the better that project will do. It's just one of one project. I was building a... Um, I was creating uh, an actual physical Oracle card deck. And so I had 50 pieces of art already created. And I was like, oh my God, couldn't these be NFTs? So cool. <laughs> Doc yes. piece was like, yeah. And you could add utility. So with mine, you get a downloaded meditation, you get um, a private podcast episode, which is um, like a mini e-course and then a companion mm-hmm. ebook that goes with it. I love that. Yeah. And, and, and that's all well and good, but like, I didn't have a community yet. No one knew who I was, you know? So like some of that building of the foundation really needed to be done before it was time to kind of put the NFTs out there, which is fine. It all happens in divine timing in the way it's supposed to be. But the more I've been in that space, you know, there's a lot of people who are having that conversation and really doing well, like more of the spiritual wellness kind of mental health and that whole piece of it. And that isn't to say there's not room for everybody doing all the things there is, I don't know that I felt like that was it, right? Like it just didn't feel like a hundred percent like that's it. And I'm still not a hundred percent sure, but I have been noticing that there's going to be more people crossing the bridge from web two to web three in yeah. marketing, in project management, in um, community management, those types of roles, the non-tech web three roles, right? So as more projects and companies, even crypto companies and all of these things, right? They're going to need people to do all the things just like web two does. Well, I did career coaching for years for, I did, you know, private clients. And then I also worked with MBA students at Arizona state university and LinkedIn, this came up because uh, Lauren Turton had, had started talking about people using their LinkedIn profiles and maximizing and leveraging web two connections with web three, but also just to connect with web three people. And I taught LinkedIn for years. I mean, I would do workshops and webinars and one-on-one stuff and I would revise and revamp and write people's LinkedIn profiles. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I totally can teach about this. And then that just opened up even more into like, what if I took my career coaching skills how is it different for web three? Like what, and it is different, but there's some core concepts that could be carried over and then just shifted a bit. And so then I just went down the rabbit hole of research because it's do your own research, right? Of like, who is doing career coaching in the web three space? And I went on YouTube and I went on Google and I went on Twitter and it doesn't look like there's a lot of that. There's web three job boards, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like there's necessarily a lot of people doing the like coaching piece, like have a program this, these are the things we're going to walk you through in the program and then put your target list of companies or projects that you want to be aligned with or potentially working with. And then how do they, you know, get into that, especially people who aren't in web three yet or are newly into web three, because it is a little different than in web two. It's not just a resume cover letter, send it in online. It's a lot more about connections and relationships, which LinkedIn can help a lot with. Yes. There is a lot of buzz going over right now on LinkedIn, which I love. And I think it's a really unique place to go if you're, if you want to be a service provider in the web three space, but also a consultant, like a high level consultant that gets paid lots of money. (laughs) 
Yes. So that was the other piece yeah. that I talked yeah. about with Doc Peace. I was like, you know, I want to make money also. Like I want to do something that lights me up, do something that also helps support others. And that is part of the piece I loved about being a career coach is that I'm part of that ripple of, of those people all go out to these companies. Yeah get great gigs and they're doing what they love. And the more lit up, the more people are doing the things they love and are good at mm-hmm. the better companies, the better society, the better culture, um, the more diverse, you know, things are going to look. And so I think being a piece of that is what's really awesome about the career coaching aspect, or at least it was from my perspective. And I'm like, wow, okay. So I could be a part of that from web three and on the consulting side, then consulting companies, on what do employees want now? Because now the world is different since 2020 yeah. and 2021, right? And so I have looked at a lot of the job descriptions. And what's cool is companies are already offering um, maternity and paternity leave, like equal, doesn't matter which gender you are, oh, wow. um, unlimited PTO. Um, there's a lot of really good perks, the mental health piece, the giving you um, yes. days off for just doing nothing, just re re juvenizing and regenerating yourself. Um, So it's pretty cool. And that part of my brain really like loved going down that rabbit hole. And so that was also a sign to me, like this could be, you know, it's, it's, I don't have it all together. It's still very fluid, but I feel like that could be a place that feels really exciting on both sides, the client side and the company side. Yeah. I like that. So what advice do you give to somebody who is either coming into the space or is new to the space and is, you know, trying to find their way or maybe looking to pivot where they started out? Well, you know, part of the process that you work, that Doc Peace works her clients through is really identifying your strengths, talents, abilities. And then what are you grateful for? Like, what are your gifts? What are your unique gifts that you have that maybe no one else has? Mm -hmm. So that's really helpful to do that inventory kind of first. And, or what are the areas that light you up that you really love playing in that are going to feel like you want to do this, you know, for however, however long you want to do that for, right? Maybe it's not a career for life, but it's something that your next phase is, right? So doing the research in the space, like I was just saying, you know, I went on YouTube, I I searched for people doing that on YouTube and what are their videos Mm -hmm. going on Twitter, doing the research on Twitter, doing Google searches, doing uh, LinkedIn searches, who's doing the thing you want to do in the space that you want to do in the Web3 space Um, and seeing if there's a need for it, right? Like, is there a gap in the marketplace for this? And it appears to me that there is a bit of a gap. There's there's a handful of people that I came across, but there wasn't a lot of people. It certainly was, there's plenty of room is what I saw. Totally, yeah. And I love that you mentioned that you talked about what lights you up, like what feels good. And, um, I think a lot of your purpose and people come to me all the time. And I wrote a Twitter post on this based on the conversation I had. And it was like, how do I find my purpose? Like, what do I do? And typically when, like when you find your purpose or at least your next step to get to your purpose, it's, it's not confusing. Like it feels good. You just need to, you just need to get into the right mindset of like, this is what I need to do and really trust your intuition that if this feels good, like it might not be your end, mm-hmm. like end of the road for you, like, you know, your end goal of what you're going for, but it's probably more than likely your next step. <laughs> and you just really follow like what feels good for you and what lights you up and where your happiness is. And I think that is really important too. in web three is, is not going in here just to make money. I mean, of course we all want to make money or like not just going in here, you know, for whatever reason, but also making sure that you are feeling that you love your job, that you love what yes. you're doing, 
as well as like all the mental um, preparations and nurturing that you talked about too. I think the other piece that you and I touched base on in a Twitter space was the core values. So that's a piece that I always work with clients on, whether it's a life or a career. Most of my clients these days are a hybrid of all of it. Yeah. Talk Um, about that. Well, because if you don't have that sort of foundation in place, then you're sort of just going down shiny object syndrome lane, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, there's a shiny object and there's a shiny object and you can get pulled down those paths. And that is a little bit, maybe perhaps even what I just explained my, um, my story might sound like. It isn't. I was led to Web3. I know I want to be in Web3. I just want to like feel around of what is my actual place. And I do know what my core values are as far as my core personal values, um, which is truth, beauty, spirit, and love. Those are the things I know regardless of what I'm doing, regardless if it's a relationship, a friendship, a family ship, um, a job, a gig, a creative project, like yeah. those things have to be aligned. And if they're not, it's a no, right? Like if someone maybe presents a shiny object opportunity, but if it's not in alignment with those things, then it's still a no, even if it's exciting or, you know, appears to be enticing, it's really just a distraction. So getting clear on the core values of yourself as a person, but then what are the core values of your business? We talked about that in the Twitter space quite a bit, as far as you and your clients that you work with, you know, understanding from a business perspective, what are their values? How does that show up? That kind of thing. It's like just a nice compass to, cause yes. yeah, there's lots of, lots of shiny object syndrome in web three and so many brand new things that it is really hard, especially if you're multi-passionate to not just do them all. Yeah. And you want to stay grounded, right? Because yeah. otherwise it's just sort of, you're, you're running all over the place and then that's not really sustainable. Your energy will burn out really quick. That yeah. Way. It's like yeah. scattered energy. Yes. Oh gosh, that's crazy. I know I did work on my core values after that. So I need to go back and like, look that and make sure everything's good. Yes. So yeah. I think also I'll- just, you know, being intentional too. Like what is your goal or what is your intention for being yeah. in this space? You know, like, um, how does that fulfill and check those like sort of needs off the, the list also, right? Like what is that fulfilling yeah. for you? Which part of your cup is that filling up? Yeah. So what, like, what have you learned so far in, in your pivots that you've gone through in this space? Um, well, that comparison is really just like a killer, man. Cause, cause there are people online that look like they have it like locked down, you know? (laughs) And I've even seen some of those people, you know, that, that are the ones that can be transparent and are transparent (laughs) talk about, it looks that way on the outside, but I'm behind the scenes still trying to figure some of this out. And so you even shared that you were going through some shifts and changes. I think that is a lot in this space, there is just that it's like shape shifting and it's morphing and it's evolving. It just is doing it really, really quickly. So it can be a little challenging yeah. to keep your arms around it and be like, <clears throat> what is this? Which is why I think the more grounded you can be in your own awareness of your own values and who you are as a person and how you want to show up in this space, yeah. that can help you navigate the the different pathways. Yeah. And I, I love that too, that you're just jumping in and you're just totally doing it unapologetically. And, and I agree that everybody out here is either has pivoted a few times is pivoting, trying to pivot. Um, and I really encourage the listeners to get out there and just own it, you know, and, um, my, my experience prior to web three was owning an agency in web two. Before that I grew up in the agency world. So I very much knew and felt comfortable in, uh, in an agency model. 
So when I went into web three, that was the natural progression is let me create this marketing agency and let's make it like an actual agency setup, like where we're going to do Twitter for you. We're going to do discord. We're going to do strategy. And (laughs) at some point when I really kind of, again, turned inward and really listened to how my body was feeling. And even when I was hopping on discovery calls with potential clients what really lit me up was the strategy, the digital strategy, mm-hmm. the marketing plans, the launch plans. And when someone talked about me doing Twitter for them or Discord or not me, but like, you know, my, my company, I really felt contracted. Mm-hmm. And I, at one point there was one person I was like, please don't. And they were amazing. You know, the project was amazing, but in my head, I was like, please don't, please don't, please don't. And then I was like, what are you doing? Like, you need to get out of this. And you know, I think I was so tied to the fact of being one of the first marketing agencies for women in the space. Mm. That was really hard for me, like egotistically to like shift. But then I was like, no, after a certain point, I was like, you know what, we're a marketing agency, but all we're going to do is consulting marketing and launch plans. So, you Mm -hmm. know, if you're on your own for all your social media, and I think that's fine. And, um, that was been really recently. And I can tell you that, just coming at it from when you talk about energetics, like the energy of my business has lifted the energy of just me personally has lifted of like everyday life. And it, it allows you to grow your capacity mm. for to take on a lot more and to handle a lot more, which I think is incredible and really important in this web three space. Yes. Yeah. It reminds me of while you were talking, like, um, <clears throat> like interior design, right. Or, mm-hmm. or renovating a house. It's like, yeah. you can have your Pinterest board with all of the things and you can buy some of the things, but then you have to edit. Right. So it's like, you get the inspiration, you get the vision, but then you have to edit and you have to keep editing because you bring different things in and then you have to bring some things out. And it's kind of the same with what you're talking about with your business. It's like, you put these things together, you put them out into the world, you launch your babies. And then it's like, okay, maybe it's time for this one to leave the nest, you know, and and you have to do that to make room for the new things, like you said, or you can't expand that capacity. Oh, so well said. That's amazing. So yeah, I mean, I love that you are leading the way and just being like, get in there and test things out and don't be afraid to pivot. Like that's, I mean, and especially in web through a lot of things being new and more and more new things coming to the space, you kind of have to, you have to go in there and you have to experiment and investigate. Yeah. And for me, it's been also like, well, what are the things that are lighting me up and bringing me joy? So for me, it is my podcast also, which did a bit of a pivot. So I had had launched season one before I got into web three. It was like just a new project, creative project, and it's called the Inner Space Station. And so I talked to soul-centric biz owners, heart-based business owners, practitioners. Um, I want to get more into conscious technology. There's a lot of conscious technology, you know, beds that you can lay on that put you into a meditative state, the the, um, goggles and the earphones that have like meditation music. Um, different sound healing things. Um, there's earbuds you can put in that stimulate your vagus nerve. So it's like just going and finding these like founders or a marketing person from the team at some of these companies and getting them on the podcast. How do these people keep our inner space, these products um, help support our inner space? And so now it's just adding in people in Web3 and asking them also some of the questions you asked, right? What is your morning routine? What are the things you keep yourself grounded? How do you keep yourself nurtured while you, while the space is moving so fast and shifting. So I know that that's an anchor for me. That's something that I can hold on to and continue through. And it may be shifting some of the type of content that I put out or a little bit of the guests, but it's still under the umbrella of 
what are you doing as a leader in this space to nurture your inner space, right? Because that's part of the conversation that I enjoy being in, regardless of like what I'm doing. Totally. I know that's something I like to do. And that's part of the web three allowing us to express yes. all of those facets, right? Yeah. All right. So tell everyone your podcast name. The yeah, podcast. it's called it's called the Inner Space Station. You can find it on Apple, you can find it on uh, Spotify, all the places. And um, season two, <laughs> my editor still has several of the episodes. So season two should be launching in the next month. Yay. Ooh, that's exciting. And like I said, we just talk about, we talk about people's journeys. I like to hear people's stories. Like where did they come from? Where did they grow up? How did they become the person they are today? Very and then whether they're in web two or web three, how did you start doing this thing? Um, I want to talk to some people about like psychedelic plant medicines and just some of those oh, kind of sign things. Sign me up. Yeah. 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 So I've got definitely some people lined up that are going to be really exciting to have on and just have those conversations about inner exploration. That is super cool. I'm so excited for that to launch. You're going to have to be posted. I will. I will shout it out everywhere from the (laughs) rooftops because I know it's going to be amazing. Okay. So before we get into the projects more deeply into your projects and things like that, what advice can you give to anyone in this space to just come at it in a very more, in a more intentional way? Hmm. That's a really full bodied question because I feel like it can be very glad. Um, what was that term yes. they used? Did you watch um, that show true blood back in the day? No, I didn't. So it's like vampires. Right. And when, when vampires would put people in a trance, they would call it glamoring. Like, Oh, Ooh. they glamored me. I feel like there can be a little glamoring in web three, right? Like yeah. you can get glamored by people and projects and there's just some really freaking cool stuff happening and it can be overwhelming and a little disorienting if you are not grounded, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get pulled here or there, or it can be disorienting to know where you fit. Like we're, we're evolving through that. Um, not where you fit because we can make our, we can put the flag anywhere we want. That's the yeah. beauty of web three, cool. but it's sort of where you feel like you want to show up and play. Like which, yeah. which part of the playground do I want to be on? Do I want to be by the tether ball, the monkey bars, you know, the <laughs> kickball? What, what do I want to be doing on the playground? And so I think it's just, back to getting clear on your core values and the things that really excite you. Like you don't, the last thing you want to do, and that's where I'm at too. I don't want to just create another job for myself, Mm -hmm. right? I want it to be fun and exciting. And what do I want that to look like? What are the the pieces I want to do? Do you want to be more of a speaker? And do you want to speak at some of the events or the online summits? Do you want to be more of a behind the scenes support person, which we need tons of that in this space too? Do you want to be more of the community builder and building community out? So I think it's, it's also just watching and observing part of the research phase. What roles what roles are people playing and what does the space kind of need? You know, you oh. see that sort of playing out. There's the strategists and the visions and the artists. And I have a little of several of those things and I'm learning that that's okay to integrate. It's just like, how do I integrate that? Yes. That is such good. (laughs) I love that. And I've never heard anybody talk about it in that way is that there's like all these different ways that you can show up uh, versus just like what you actually want to do task wise, which is super cool. Um, all right, Cammie. So let's talk about what you're working on now, your NFT collection, which I know we talked about, but I would love to hear more about uh, what the utility entails, like what your meditations, like what it's for and all that good yeah. stuff. Okay. So 
it's called the muses of the multiverse and like i said there'll be 55 total i haven't released all of them yet <clears throat> because i was trying to just put a few out into the world and see how they went but i think i'm just going to start putting more of them out each week and we'll just, yes. we'll just see yes um and so they each come with a little message as if you were pulling an oracle card for yourself so they come with this message <clears throat> a percentage of the proceeds goes to um the international bipolar foundation because my mom was diagnosed bipolar and so that's another part of my journey is that mm. i've worked a lot on my own self because some of the stuff that happened during childhood you know with having um a mom who had some of that stuff and it wasn't diagnosed until much later in her life and so you know you just think things are normal and that's the way things are and um so getting her the support she needed but also then working on supporting myself through like well what are the where do i need to fill things back up that maybe were a little untethered right perhaps for lack of a better yeah. word um so i'm really passionate about supporting the mental health piece as a lot of people in the space are um so that's what percentage of the sales goes to with that and the the meditation is a mindfulness meditation <laughs> and it's a meditation on okay. doing the dishes, which sounds <laughs> super weird. Like what? But like it, when I, when I put this out there at the time, like doing the dishes became this like pain point between my boyfriend and I, where I would just yeah. like, why are these dishes in the sink? Oh, the dishes. Yes. And I hear so many people complaining about like the dishes and doing the dishes. And I was like, what if I made friends with doing the dishes? Like, what if it really wasn't this thing? Yeah. And so the, the meditation comes with that, but it could be like substitute that for whatever your thing is, right? Like cool. if it's doing laundry or if it's cleaning your house or if it's, you know, yard work or like whatever the sort of more of a chore task, because it's that it's back to that oh, whole yeah. chop wood, carry water kind of I ideology, right? Where it's like, you have to still do the thing that <laughs> is sort of mundane, yeah. but it, it's got to get done. And, and actually there is a beauty in getting present and in the moment. And like, it almost becomes like a meditation doing the dishes. So I was like, I'm just going to create a mindfulness meditation on doing the dishes. That's cool. So I love that. That's the meditation. And then the private podcast episode is on energetic hygiene in web three. So mm. what are, <clears throat> what are some of those ways that we clear and keep our energy more grounded in this web three space. And then I, and then I created an ebook that just has like kind of those things outlined. So if someone nice. wanted to just read it and listen to it or take notes, they could have the ebook and then use that to take some notes in as well. I love and that. It all aligns and so important in the web three. Holy moly. Yeah. So that was just a way for people to sample then a little bit of me and working with me if they then wanted to kind of get into my world and creating then an offering that would be an up-leveled offering from there for people in web three that wanted support with their spiritual wellness and, and mindfulness and well-being. Very cool. Yeah. Anything else you want to leave us with before we tell everyone how we can get in touch with you? I mean, I think just, just going for it, you know, like mm -hmm. I sort of stepped my foot in and put something out there before I really had all of the, and, and, and when, when do we ever have all of it? We don't, right? Like it's constantly evolving every day. It's new information. And so like just getting in there and, and, and trying something and then pivoting, taking that information, right. Isn't that like, that's the whole startup. So when I worked at ASU, I also, besides a career coach worked in the center for entrepreneurship and I helped students start their businesses. And a lot of it, like in that world, in the startup world is like, just ship, ship first, collect feedback, iterate. And that's what we're doing, right? It's Very like, we're cool. putting something out there. Yeah. We're collecting data and feedback. We're synthesizing that and we're iterating. And then we put the next version out there and we do the same thing. 
<clears throat> so I think that's the best we can do, right? I think so too. Can yeah. we, where can we find you? So on Twitter, I am Cami at Cami K I am. Um, you can find the Inner Space Station podcast on all the podcasting platforms. And then my website is KamiK.com and all the links to all the things are in there. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. This was so insightful and I know it's going to be so helpful for many, including myself. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm so excited to host some more Twitter spaces and get into these types of conversations yes. with a room full of people as we do. Yes. So if anybody's out there listening who has not been in our Twitter spaces, they are so good. We go so so deep. We get super strategic and woo and lovey and it's all great. Um, So make sure you're following Cami K and me and make sure you get our alerts so you can make sure that you join us in our Twitter spaces. Yes. We usually host them on Tuesdays and Thursdays and we usually put the alert out a couple of days in advance. So keep an eye on all the things. Yes. Thanks, Cami. Thank you. Caitlin here. Thank you so much for listening to the Women in NFTs and Web3 podcast. If you're a woman pioneering the way in the NFT, Web3, or crypto space, I want to share your message. Check out www.metamintmarketing.io slash win, W-I-N. And let's see if you're a great fit. If you got something out of this interview, I would love for you to share it with your network. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. If you know someone that would be a great guest, make sure to tag them to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Women in NFTs podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and truly mean a lot to my incredible guests and me. Want to stay in our world? Go to our website, metamintmarketing.io, or follow me on Twitter at NFTCaitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.